So how do you, yeah, how do you get them to agree to come into a room and talk with Aiden about something they don't want to talk about they, and, and then do it publicly? How do you get them to do that? I, I, Sorry, I'm ge- Is this a hard question? <laughs> Is it like this? Is that you it's, it? it's sneaky. It's definitely sneaky. Yeah. This episode of Late Nights with Travel and Los is sponsored by FreshBooks, which is exciting. So to see how the all-new FreshBooks can uh, increase your productivity and save you time, visit freshbooks.com slash travelandlos and enter Late Nights with Travel and Los in the where did you hear about us section. How did you hear about us section? Yeah, that. <laughs> Late Nights. Late Nights. Late Nights with Travel with tra- and Los. With Travel and Los. Late Nights with Travel and Los. Uh, welcome back to Late Nights with Travin Lowe's. And if you are tuning in, we have an episode. This is going to be a part two episode. So uh, the situation is it's not a late night with Travin Lowe's. It's an it's a mid-afternoon. On a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and Aiden. Yeah. So uh, last week we were talking a lot about um, how you were introduced to the ideas of design. And then a lot of like self-exploration that you did on like a spur of the moment, random kind of six month journey yeah. in, into the wilds of Australia. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, we decided in a month and I was literally packed up and left in a month. He's like, listen, at the end of this month I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Are you are you in or out? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. What did your family say? What did your mom and dad um how do they respond to that kind of They was they were very supportive, obviously. That's um, great. As a you know, a family of uh kind of immigrants to the UK anyway. Mm-hmm. They they totally supported it. My mom actually rightly said when I left, she was like, you're probably never going to come back. Oh, wild. Yeah. And she kind of, she, she read it, she saw it then. And to be fair, I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been back to England. I mean, I've been back to, for weddings and fun oh, events. Oh, really? But... You went from Australia to America? Yeah. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, so I was working for Google in, in Sydney, uh, mm-hmm. working on the Google Maps team. Oh, wait. So you, you were doing your adventure six months, and then you're like, I guess I'll go work for Google now. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do I get this I w- story right? <laughs> no, there, there was a good few years in between that. Yeah, there was a good, like, six years. So you, you did. You, you made a, head, a homestead in... Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I, basically, I became a citizen. I, I did all that. I, be, I emigrated to Australia. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you're doing what more freelance, so like yeah. agency work there. Yeah, so or? I had to do I had to do a bit of full time work when I got there, um, which was which was great just to help get me established and like meet people. Mm-hmm. I think for anyone who moves to a new country, I couldn't recommend kind of getting a, a full time job to start with. Don't get one. Do get one. Do get one. Do get a full time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just so it you know helps you meet people. It helps you kind of feel a bit more established. There's a Got steady it. paycheck. You know, mm-hmm. you can just get yourself set up. Um, and that's after running around the coastline for six months, yes. picking mangoes and surfing. Exactly. Yeah. Now you should feel stable. You yeah. Got it. Got now it. I've spent all my money I'm learning so and much I need right a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I got a full-time job uh, working as a, as a, as a product designer for a large dance music and music website company. Um, and I worked for them for for about a year, mm-hmm. and but I always had a side gig. I always was freelancing on the side, and and that allowed me to to pretty much branch out after about a year or so, okay. and and start freelancing again. 
um, for a few years and then somehow Google comes in the mix. Yeah, I'm I'm like one of the people who actually applied through the jobs website on no. Google. Yeah. Never happened. I know. I, sn- I snuck in there somehow. <laughs> I don't know how. Somebody actually looks at those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, it wasn't a full I, I joined Google as a contractor. Yeah. Um and it was a it was a short uh kind of 6-month contract to start with mm-hmm. that then got extended and I converted to a full-time employee right. after about a year. What's the um, conversion process like? Oh, you do all the interviews again. Again, um, they act like you're off the street. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've gone... Even though you know them. Yeah, even though you know them. Like, <laughs> like um, my, that's my desk over there. Like, okay, let's start this interview. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's it's a weird process. Um, I can I totally understand why it happens. Yeah. Um, but the good thing about it is... Because as a contractor, you technically work for another company yeah. and you sit at Google and do Google work. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so my, my paycheck came from a from a... I guess a company that manages all the Google contractors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I filled in timesheets with them and right. Right. So it was weird. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're like, okay, let's do the whole hiring process over again because we're actually going to hire you now. Yeah. Or we want to. Yeah. The good thing is though, that you have actual Google work to show at these interviews. And so everyone in your interview panel can relate somewhat better Mm -hmm. to the products and the the problems that you're solving. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe that helped me. Yeah. I mean, thinking about my own uh, experience with being a new hire here, there's like a lot of ramp up, mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't actually get to do any actual work for maybe like two, three months. Right. And yeah. then even at that, I was like, am I doing it right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some pointers. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody knows what they're doing, or at least I felt. I, I since learned that I didn't get any better, but everybody else I learned is doing the same as me. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to figure it out. Still. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, I have uh, the fellow that I sit right next to right now when he joined maybe a few months ago. I remember one of his first uh, critique sessions and he's like, I don't, I don't think that I'm doing this right i don't know what i'm doing and i'm like yeah you fit right in and he's like what (laughs) so uh so then yeah you joined in australia working Mm -hmm. on maps uh i joined actually working on google drive so Mm. uh, i was part of the kind of the mobile client team for Mm -hmm. for google drive Mm -hmm. as a contractor as a contractor and then when you converted that's when maps came in i I stuck with google drive for a little bit um and there was some team reorgs, as, as happens a lot. People got shuffled around. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I decided to, to go and jump over to Google Maps, which was, which was a really good decision because it, it kind of opened the door for me to come and work here in California. Right, because um, we also work on Maps here. Yeah. It's a part of the uh, organization that, we're, that I'm currently in yeah. that you've since left. So you, you yeah. did Maps, then you went over to California and did Search. Yep. And now you're... Somewhere else? What are you doing now? You went to Photos next. I went to Google Photos next. You move around a lot. I do, yeah. What's that about? It's it's a blessing and a curse. Um, (laughs) I don't... uh, I think I just... I, maybe I like to keep moving. Maybe maybe I get bored easily. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, is it a big process to move from team to team no, here? No, no, it's oh, really it's just, not. Okay, um, so that's that's the really. I guess that's the great thing that has kept me interested in working at Google for so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, is the mo- is the inward mobility and the interesting kind of products and projects you can work on. How how different is the experience of working in one team to the other? Leadership can be different. Okay. Um, the tone can be different. The problems of they're still Google problems, mm-hmm. uh, which which I found very interesting. I thought 
they're, they're very like they're different and they're nuanced in you know definitely between like Google Maps for instance I was working on advertising and Google Photos I was working on photo books like actual printed books so right they're, yeah they're they're very different products but you're still kind of you're still working on Google type problems. Um, I was expecting an answer like, oh, it's completely night and day different from team to team. It's not, no. And, and, and least of all, I was expecting the answer to be like, the problems are the same from team to team. Oh, right. You know, the design problems. Yeah. And, and, uh, because, you know, they're different products. So I thought, yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. And, and the, the culture is obviously the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very easy, I found anyway, to slot in and out of teams. Hmm. Um, the, the only, I mean, team structure is different. I, I really enjoyed working in Google Photos because they are kind of, they're real product teams. You sit with your product manager, you sit with your engineers, and you cycle on projects very quickly. Okay. Um, so it kind of has that startup type vibe. Got it. Um, are you changing roles as you're switching around teams? No, no. Always always staying as an interaction designer. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And you're yeah. still doing that? Still doing that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have... I have switched like, for the last three months. I've been working in uh, what is called Area One Twenty, which is our. It's where we intern- keep the aliens. It's where we keep the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a joke you hear every day? Man, I don't know. I wish I knew where the name come from. Uh, <laughs> I don't have no idea. Area One Twenty. Area One Twenty. Maybe it, it's like the geography is. Is it like a plot of land that's building One Twenty or something? No. I, yeah. Okay. No, not not even sure. I, but it's I should in, have done some research. It's in Mountain View. It's in Palo Alto. Yeah. It's in Palo Alto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have we have an office in Palo Alto and an office in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it's it's an incubator. It's a Y Combinator style incubator where you pitch a project and if you get so accepted, anybody at Google could just be like, you know what, I think I want to do my own thing. Yeah. But still be a Googler. So like you pitch it to this board or something. Yeah, you pitch it to a, a bunch of partners who are all senior Google employees. Got it. And uh, based on company OKRs and where the company wants to go mm-hmm. and the potential size and scope of the project mm-hmm. uh, and how passionate you are as a, as a kind of a startup founder, you either kind of get accept you can can get accepted into the into the program and then you get like an, an allotment or a runway and yeah. then you some s- advisory and then you can just do your idea yeah you get six months to prove your idea everybody gets six months yes so what are some uh like outcomes of area 120 that the public may have seen already they will not know very many there is one app in the itunes store called uptime which is a social way to watch youtube videos um, is that made by Google? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uptime. Uptime. And it's yeah. a social way to watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Is it is it uh, within the YouTube organization? No, it's in within Area 120 still. Huh. Um, oh, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's past their six months. Yeah. So they 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 proved kind of product market fit. They they proved to the partners that their product and their idea has the ability to scale to be a Google sized product or problem. Uh huh. And they got extended for. I don't know how long their oh, next I runway see. is. So yeah. like your your goal is to uh, prove an idea as quickly as you can within those six months. Yes. And then maybe you can stay in, in Area 120. Yeah. Or else you're booted. Or, or else you, you get kicked back into, uh, into, into Big Do you Google. go directly into photos or do you have to go like go hunting for a new job? You have to go hunting for a new job. That's... That's the downside, I guess, is uh, you get you get taken out of the traditional performance review cycle and you lose your 
your current your old project you have to go and find a new project have you team. seen uh, a silicon valley tv show yeah where like they're on the roof that is it you People, go on the roof you if go you, on the roof if for, you can do your six-month thing you're on the roof yeah <laughs> but not indefinitely <laughs> there is a time limit to it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome though yeah. i mean it, it's it's like so they, they they strip away when you as you enter this area one twenty they strip away all your responsibilities and and like yeah overhead and give you the opportunity to think about this one thing yeah hopefully you can do it in six months and then you know go figure it out if you can't like go go back into the fish pond or whatever exactly yeah and it I and it, we jokingly call it startup school. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's it's allowing. Oh entrepren- wow! Yeah. I, I'm just realizing how uh, how big of a deal this is on your resume. It's in general. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, like, let's say in two three years you want to leave Google and you want to do your own company. Like, it's going to be that much more legitimate. It could be a validator. Yeah, like I, a validator. Yeah, right. you know, I you know we got accepted into this program. Uh-huh. We didn't find market fit the first time, or we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's. it's it's uh, it's definitely something I'm I'm quite proud of. I'm sure you're learning pretty quickly. What's going? Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a huge smirk, guys. <laughs> it's, it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Like it's given me anyone who's who's starting a company and has employees who, you know, are relying on that particular product or yeah. company to generate a paycheck. I have so much respect for those right. people now. It's it's ver- it's so difficult to. A come up with an idea mm-hmm. and then find a market mm-hmm. and you know build a build an actual product that can it really does strip you down naked and you have to kind of like say like everything that happens next is on me mm-hmm. rather yeah. than be like oh the team or the the product you know what yeah. you can't you can't be a you can't hide behind a bigger thing no wow yeah. it's a lot of hustle like it's really like take you know yeah prove, making you hustle a lot to even get like like we're so used to working you know google scale here is you know there's you release something and then you know out of nowhere you get you know a few thousand users if you know right but here we're talking about you know getting five users and like learning from those five users Mm -hmm. so that we can make the product better and like working in these very tight circle feedback circles right Um, a lot of iteration and a lot of iteration and knowing that you know the code and the product we wrote last month will be completely different next month mm-hmm. um, or could be um, as so we learn. It's, what, how big is your team in Area 120? It's four. 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 You and a few other designers? or Myself, few... one other designer, and two engineers. Okay. Yeah. So our team yeah. of four. Yeah. Man, speaking of hustle, you have a lot of other things going on outside of 120 as well. And we're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsor. And then when we come back, we're going to hear about your take on podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, our sponsor is FreshBooks. FreshBooks. I like them. They're pretty cool, man. They make software, accounting software, for people who run small businesses that are self-employed uh-huh. or freelance. And their biggest feature that I like is that you can create and send professional-looking invoices in a matter of seconds. Seconds. Dude, okay, let me just jump in there. Because, like, when I – I mean, I did uh, freelance design – for, for a number of years when I first started out and like the worst thing was asking for money yeah and and like chasing people down and being like did you are like are you gonna pay me <laughs> what's cool is that they uh, they have this feature where you can see when your client sees your invoice so you don't have to guess if they see it or they did not oh like if they opened it if they saw it yeah and then FreshBooks takes care of that itself 
Uh-huh, so they uh-huh. they'll send the reminders, etc., and so you get paid. Dude, so, that's the key. That's the money right there. So you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not the a-hole. <laughs> oh, it's not me. It's FreshBooks that <laughs> keeps on sending you that reminder every day until you pay me. Until you it's pay. not me. It's, it's it's just this. It's the software. I don't know. So it takes that awkwardness of push of, the buck. Yeah, I like it. Of going for going for the money. Mm. Dude, check it out. Here's another awesome thing. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day free trial to all listeners of our podcast. So cool. So if you want it, go to freshbooks.com forward slash Trevin Lowe's and enter late nights with Trevin Lowe's in the how did you hear about us section. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks And thanks to FreshBooks for, for doing this. For being so fresh. So be, for, for being fresh. And we're back. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned earlier before the sponsor that you, you've been podcasting. Yeah. And so... Uh, yeah, why don't you just tell us about that? Like, what has that been? What's your approach? Is it different than... Yeah, it it ties into a bigger topic for me in general, I think, is uh, is I've been a product designer at Google for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, five or so years when I started the podcast. And I got the opportunity to go and give a talk to a bunch of designers in Chicago about this time last year, so September okay. 2016. And the best, I guess, besides learning to give a talk for the first time. The thing I got the most out of it was meeting the other designers and like learning that from them. That was your first public speaking That was my first engagement? Like, yeah, yeah. And was it, was it big? Like how many? Oh, no, it wasn't big. There okay. was 30 people in the room. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Okay. It was an internal design team. Um, for I, another company? Though. For another not company. Google. Yeah, not Google. Got yeah. it. And then that sparked you. You're like, oh, this is great. Yeah, and, and so meeting those other designers and learning, you know, about, you know, their design problems and like their backgrounds and where they came from kind of really sparked an idea that we I work with a lot of talented designers all with equally as diverse and interesting backgrounds and there was no platform kind of within the company to really highlight those designers and, mm-hmm. and bring them to the forefront and help other designers even learn who to reach out to if they hear about a release or product release and they think oh I wonder who designed this my my goal was to kind of elevate those designers and and help people kind of connect in certain oh, ways. Okay. Yeah. So just to be really opaque about what it is, um, you have a podcast called Method. Correct. And it's an internal only podcast. Like you, if you want to hear it, you have to get hired at Google. Yeah. And you run around and interview designers. Correct. Yeah. Google designers. Yeah. And with the hopes that you mentioned of connecting each other um, and also you're very interested in learning about them. And then also I'm drawing a connection between what you mentioned um, on your uh, your time in Australia, gaining insight into other people's lives, yeah. their experience, how does that relate to my own, this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing the podcast? A year. I've been... Okay, so right after that that uh, lecture you gave to 30 people, yep. you're like, I'll do a podcast, and yep. started right away. And started right away, okay. yeah. And I bought some cheap microphones that we're still using today. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, just started doing it and started okay. learning. Um, what has changed over the year of podcasting? Like what's the biggest lessons that you've learned that you wish you had known straight away? Um, the biggest lesson I've learned is how to get people to talk off brand, I guess, and how to really draw the message out of I guess the design is here. It's very difficult to actually, you probably find this a lot in the people that you interview, is that they have a particular 
narrative and a way they like to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. The script. Yeah, they yeah. definitely have a script. Mm-hmm. And it's it's also amplified that this is an internal-only podcast um, and this is their place of work and this is their professional script. Mm-hmm. And it's getting them to kind of asking questions that help move away from that script and really get to the heart of who they are and where they came from and why they're doing all this stuff. How do you... Do, I mean, do you have a tactic? How do you do that? It really, it depends. How do you get behind the the facade? It depends on the interviewer. Sometimes I can't do it. Like I'm still, I openly admit, I just can't do it. I, I can't, I'm still learning the right questions. Sometimes it's asking the hard questions. But you go in there with the intent of getting behind the story. Sometimes. Get, uncovering it, something yeah, new. Something, something. Something human about those people. You um, just said hard questions. Yeah. What is a what's a hard question? Things things they don't want to talk about. Um, so that could be that could be something that's highly confidential. How do you, how do you, yeah. How do you get them to agree to come into a room and talk with Aiden about something they don't want to talk about, they, and, and then do it publicly? How do you get them to do that? I I. Sorry, I'm. Ge- is this a hard question? <laughs> is it like this? Is that you it's, it? it's sneaky. It's definitely sneaky. Yeah, because I send questions ahead of time. Sometimes, for when, when I interviewed you, I don't think I sent you questions ahead of time. I think uh, yeah, we had a conversation, maybe about yeah, what we yeah. were going to talk we about. We were we were semi familiar with each other already. I mean, yeah. you had already interviewed me. Correct. I knew. Um, yeah. Yeah, but actually, so I've so I've done some interviews. Uh, I've done a interview uh, for you to go onto your podcast. And so yep. I've seen kind of like behind the behind the curtain of how you operate and you have like this spreadsheet and like a doc of like really good questions that we they're like these are kind of like openers these are kind of so it's like super thoughtful how how much on script are you when you go into that room and like how do you find that hard question to ask listening it's all about mm. listening and being present um mm-hmm. this is a good point this is also one of the things that you know you probably know and I've learned is that being present in the interview is the most one of the most important things you can do really listen to what they're saying mm-hmm. and you'll often you'll see a you'll see a glimmer in their eye when you when you tap on something that's like a barrier or a wall that maybe they don't want to go behind <laughs> glimmer yeah I, I, I saw it one time with um with an android designer and he really didn't want to talk about the product because he thought it was he thought it was kind of too confidential and too and you're still too too secret and he didn't he didn't want to he didn't want it become it to become too public. Okay, um, so I guess that was one instance where it's happened to me. In, in, um, but but how did you get the the glimmer? How did you crack the? <laughs> I saw his awkward shuffle in his seat. Uh, you know, it's maybe about reading body language and like yeah. understanding that a little bit. Seeing seeing when you're making people a little bit uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and then pushing on that a little bit just to see what see what comes out of it, and also potentially not saying anything. The beauty of silence is. Very helpful in an interview. I think I could work at that. Whenever I listen back on the tracks, I'm always hearing myself going, mmm, ah, mmm. And, and maybe it's just like insecurity on my part to be like, there needs to be an mmm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to agree with mmm that. <laughs> I found the same thing. Like mine, are the, I, I cut the amount. I found myself always saying yes a lot. And it, you always hear that in the background. Um, mm-hmm. So staying I'm, silent is because your, your guest will fill that silence. They're going to force they, them. Yeah they, yeah. they know they're there to kind of portray themselves. So they, they will fill that silence. There, there's, a, there's a thrill. You know, when you see the glimmer or, or yeah. how, how you talked about it earlier, there's, there's, a, there's a surge of excitement mm-hmm. when, when that happens. Um, that really is indescribable. Yeah. And it's not just like having a good conversation 
you know, with a friend or somebody you meet at a meetup or something, it's different. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, I've you're like, it. yeah, exactly. Like, like, like I found the princess in the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and this is it. Yeah. Um, I, I have had, there's one particular uh, Googler that I really want to interview um, who's, she's just very humble and just doesn't, she likes to stay behind the scenes, but she has a fantastic background. She was a Marine. Oh. Um, yeah. And she has this amazing story that I know because I know her personally, but trying mm-hmm. to get her onto the it, show. It, she's not agreed. Like, she, like she's said no. She said no. Oh, okay. So I'm still trying. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is an interesting topic. Like how do you find people to interview? Yeah. It, just through the network of people that I've met. Um, and I do have on the on the internal website I have for the podcast. I do have a submit a guest form, mm. and that has introduced me to people who I don't know because you know the UX team at Google is massive. Uh, do you know how many? Just a big number of how many designers there are at Google? No, I don't know off the top of my head. No, I don't it's know. a thousand plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, search is like three hundred or so. Oh wow. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. It's growing so fast. <laughs> And, 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 well, that's that search, identity, and maps. Right. Okay. Um, all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it's three hundred plus. We just had a big, like a conference. Right. And it was like this huge, huge thing. I and and then we had a talent show, <laughs> and like people that you know were shredding on guitar and and just like it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's cool. It was really great. I wish I'd been there. I, I wish you had yeah. been too. Like just like oh, I would have found some good guests <laughs> for my show. I know. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any big get-togethers like that in in like photos or uh... we we don't really photos was a very small team and still and still is a, is it? a fairly small team. It's a yeah. big product. Like I, just yesterday, I was in San Francisco and saw like maybe four or five billboards for yeah. photos. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like growing. TV advertisements as well, or at yeah. least on yeah, yeah, they're they're marketing. It's it's doing really well as a product. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very fast growing. That's awesome. And yeah. and you're still doing method, right? Like I'm even st- though you've joined Area 120, yeah, you're still doing method. It's still my 20% project, I guess. I still love to do it on the side and luckily I've also got help from folks like you. Yeah. Um who've been willing to kind of lend a hand when I c- maybe couldn't meet the uh kind of I've been trying to do one episode a month, but it's it's been challenging. Um Well, it's great that you have like, you know, people to rely on exactly. and, and tap I for Couldn't it, yeah. As I said, couldn't have done it without the help of them. Oh, I'm just saying, like, whoever did help you, <clears throat> me, uh, that, that person must have been amazing. <clears throat> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, uh, it's, an, it's an internal podcast. So as we said, like, you have to be uh, employed by Google to hear it. Yeah. But you've released one or two episodes publicly. Correct. Yeah, we just released, we've released two episodes so far externally. So we've gone in and re-edited some of the episodes, maybe mm. stripped away some of the confidential information perhaps, mm-hmm. or things that the Google design team maybe saw as kind of the meat of the content. And they've really helped me edit, edit down each episode. So uh, you said the Google design team, this is, this is like design.google.com and they are now your overlords or something? No, they're just a partner. So they, they've really, they're our outward reaching kind of design uh, advocates. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, they have a conference. Yeah, they have the SPAN conference. SPAN conference. Yeah. They, they have a, an active blog and they do articles. They do um, make tools like, like that resizer. Yep. And they help with um, distribution of material a lot. Yep. And now... Y- 
another segment of Google Design would be the Method Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Got yeah. It. So they've they've reached out to me and they they listened to I can't remember which episode they listened to. Probably the one um, with I interviewed a couple of people on the on the design team on the Google Design team, and through that they heard about the show and they see that they kind of saw it as a valuable kind of bit of content that kind of adds to their stable of content was that the intention all along no no No. never never always like i just want to do my own thing inside low stakes exactly um and now you have like the spotlight on you yeah well this is the other thing that i like about it is this is the first time i've ever i mean been in the spotlight in inverted commas i like doing the interviews because actually it's about other people <laughs> right i just have to ask a pointed question every okay, now and again yeah, yeah. and uh and, and a, that's a hard enough. question <laughs> yeah ask a, ask a really hard question <laughs> yeah um and uh so what's the response been like uh you've published these publicly have you seen any chatter about it like on twitter Does a little bit of chatter on twitter yeah. um we we've kind of used the usual Twitter and Facebook channels to promote it a little mm-hmm. bit. We we didn't have an RSS feed for the first episode. It really was like that bare bones a test. Mm-hmm. We embedded a YouTube video with wavy lines <laughs> in a blog post <laughs> just to see what the reception Need the wavy was. Lines. Yeah, you can't, can't do a podcast without wavy lines. And, and so you've published two episodes. And so, yeah, we've published two. Does the two. second one have wavy lines? That's the real important question. The blog post for the second one does have wavy lines. See, I'm, I'm hitting those hard questions. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and and there is um, there is an RSS feed now. So in your bit of shameless self promotion, but in your <laughs> in your podcast app of choice, uh, which should be Overcast, you should go go look for the Method Podcast. Method Google. Podcast is what it's called. It's not yeah. you, if you look up Google Design, you won't find it. You should actually to find it the fastest. You should say Method Pod Method the Method by Google Design. Um, or <laughs> I'm going to suggest a name change or something <laughs> or simplification somehow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to type in the method or the, wait, method slash Google. That's what I'm going to type in literally. And yeah. I don't think it's going to. The, yeah. There's there's a few shows with the word method in there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> as I said, I never I never meant for this to, to go public. So we've just kept the name. So everyone who's hearing this, definitely go look for the method. Is it the you, you don't know. I can't. I can't remember. <laughs> He's like doing a sideways I'm wave like, of his head. Method, method by Google Design will be the best way for you to find method it. Method by Google Design. Yeah. Okay. And then if you, you can, can type that many characters. Yeah. Yeah. And there's two fantastic podcasts for you to uh, episodes for you to consume. So let's talk about what you're going to be doing in the near future, or what are you excited about coming up? Yeah, I'm excited very much about. I'm actually trying to move away from being a designer. Oh, um, so the podcast is something that I'm I'm hugely passionate about, and it's really kind of brought it home to me that I I like to be out there talking to people, mm-hmm. and I like to be out there talking about design and learning people's stories, and I love creating that content, and I love kind of trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and is learn- this more you're looking for like an advocacy role, kind of like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's where that's where I'd love to end up. I, it could never be probably my full-time job here at Google. I would probably still have to have combine it with design in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm currently working as a product manager in Area 120, so I'm not doing any design work. Oh, you're not doing the pixels. I'm not doing the pixels. Got it. Yeah, um, which, uh, which was, again, a deliberate choice to kind of push myself and learn something new and put myself in uncomfortable situations every mm-hmm. day. Um, so... so yeah, I'm. I'm really excited about keeping 
on this track of doing something different and and trying to land in a role where I can continue doing the podcast and keep improving my skills here mm-hmm. and also meeting new designers and maybe becoming a bit more of a design advocate for that's great Google design yeah design there's um I, I've uh, in my travels I've hung out with like other uh, design advocates from like different companies and stuff and it seems like such a like a cool job yeah like, they're always like like let's go to dinner and like let's go do a thing let's do a, a stream or whatever and you're yeah. like you have a cool job like don't you have anything to do today <laughs> Yeah, I was just, I was just talking to a coworker and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to have to show for the end of my weeks if if I am lucky enough to end up in this position of doing that. Yeah, as a, as a yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a few emails and a 30-minute podcast, mm-hmm. but I mean, so that's what you're excited about. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's worth worth the excitement, I think. Yeah, doing something new. Keep on keep on pushing myself to do something new. Cool. Are you going to stay in California very long? Yeah. Getting, like it here? Yeah, I'm getting married. Is there enough mangoes trees? Oh, you're getting married? I'm getting married to a California native in September, yeah. Oh, so. my life. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Um, and thanks again for showing up. This is, again, like the second time we've done this podcast. Hopefully the recording will work out. We'll be able to publish it. Yeah, it looks like it has. Yeah, It's great, man. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to like uh, kind of talk about before we wrap it up? No, just uh, go... Go look for that podcast. Try to find that. Yeah. Method by Google Design. Method by Google Design. Or go to design.google and you will find it on the Google Design website there. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Travis, thanks for your time. Thank you.